0: You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
1: Let me paint a picture for you. Watson comes running out of the tunnels. What does that crowd do? It's going to be split, right? At least. I'm not even going to say 50-50. Let's say that it's still 70-30 Watson's way. What happens? You You see... Jesus Easter be on the sidelines now on preseason games. What happens when they cross? If they touch, does Deshaun melt? I'm oh,
2: melting. He's going to put holy water in the little Gatorade squirt bottle. He just he spray just it with
1: Deshaun, like, just cover him. Deshaun melts. All you have the four jersey there. I mean, what's gonna? what would that look like? 713-780-3776. If you're at the game, sitting there in your front row seat, eating your nachos for those season tickets that you still hold, shame on you. But what does that make you feel like when he comes out? Are you just just proud that that, that you get to see your team at the best that they could possibly be because your team's pain? Yeah, they'd at least be entertained.
2: But what you just said was very interesting to me. When I was watching the Texans games last last night, did you notice how many commercials for tickets they had during (laughs) that game? I mean, it was like every time they'd go to break, get your Texan season tickets, get your... Get your, your four pack for this many games. T- tickets, 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 tickets. I mean, when is, I mean, they used to have a waiting list of like 60,000 people. Now they can't give the tickets away. Operators
1: on standby yeah, t- 24 hours a day. Get in now. You're like, yeah, geez. That, that was a
2: big standout for me, man. Like all the Papa John commercials, which you expect that, but all the ticket commercials. And of course, nobody wants to watch this. And you saw exactly what you expected to see last night. Tyrod Taylor getting hit, fumbling the football, getting pulled out of the game early. I mean, get ready. You're going to see a lot of that this year. And, and I don't know about you, Jerry, but, look, I am a big Texans fan, and I was torn. I was watching the game last night, and every time the Texans made a play, like on defense, a turnover, I was like, yeah, you know, it was just automatically just, you know, triggering me. I'm clapping. I'm excited the Texans are making a play. And then I see Easterby on the sidelines – giving high fives and fist bumps to people yeah Yeah, and then i'm and then i'm like man i hate this team you know and (laughs) you know what i mean like i'm so torn emotionally from both sides so i figured out what it is i like the players jerry i love the players but i i hate the ownership and i can't stand easterby these guys are a disaster and casario Look, he's made some good moves, but some of them look bad. The
1: Shaq Lawson trade now looks kind of terrible. You know what looks terrible? Him out there trying to hit the trash can. Yeah. (laughs) You know, throwing. no one else can make the ball in the bucket. Yeah. Let me get out here and show you. What is he saying? Give give me that ball. Let me show you how it's done. He did the three-step drop and everything. I said, look at this guy. This is not what you're supposed to be. And then you ask yourself, but you're still paying this guy. Yeah. So, do you put out the best product you can? Do you save yourself the blowback? What do you do as 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 Texans front office at this point? Is it worth the blowback? Is it? I mean, what do you do? They're they're in a the predicament, but man, I saw PFF. That's why you got to be careful. These guys said <laughs> Casario. They ended the statement with with a paragraph, and this is a. Uh, Somewhere along the lines of, well, Casario wouldn't be trading. He's going to take the Bill Belichick approach, so he's not going to do anything that would jeopardize the Patriots. I'm thinking, first off, the rumors are about the the Dolphins. He's... they're trying to put him in division. If this is true, mm-hmm. so he and you really think that Casario is worried about anything that would connect to hurting the pay? Like he he doesn't care about that. Like if, if he cares about that, then we got the wrong guy in in the building.
2: No, I agree with you, and I saw that report too. I mean, the thought is that he wouldn't want to look bad to Belichick by taking a lesser deal for Deshaun, and then also putting him in that division. Like what? I I don't think he cares, but it just tells you though that it's so much about Belichick. Who has come from the Belichick tree of coaches or GMs or whatever that's done anything? Like, really nobody. Casario would be the first one. Pretty much everybody else has been a failure, whether it's Matt Patricia or Josh McDaniels or, you know, whoever. You know, even Romeo Cornell. Like, he didn't have much success after he left that. But, no, that's an interesting point. But the Patriots aren't in on this. They have Mac Jones and Cam Newton. They they don't really care about the Texas quarterback situation. They only care if they have to play him. I'm just a little worried, man. Like, I'm not seeing – I don't like the Davis Mills pick. You know, I I don't really like the way they approach the offseason, you know, signing all these older guys. I will say special teams looks better. I'll I'll give them them credit for that. But I'm a little worried that this is not going to
1: work out. J.K. Dobbins.
2: Ooh, yeah.
1: Currently is undergoing an MRI expectation. He suffered a season-ending injury per sources. J.K. Dobbins, uh, I'm going to say former starting running back of the Ravens, still a Ravens running back, but now that starting position might get filled by the Gus bus. It might be time
2: to get on the Gus bus. I'm also hearing, you know, just thoughts. Maybe they go after Todd Gurley or, you know, somebody like that, which I think would be a mistake.
1: And his arthritis. Yeah.
2: I mean, I just, I think he's done. And, and. Dobbins was a guy I I liked in fantasy drafts. I thought he'd have a nice little breakout season here. But, yeah, that's bad news. We also got news that T.Y. Hilton injured his neck at a practice. So it looks like he's going to miss several weeks.
1: I know that hurts your heart. Who's he playing,
2: Texans? Fire fire him up. I drafted him just to start him against the Texans. You know what I mean? Like, that's how good he is against the Texans. So he's a little banged up. So if he's on your fantasy roster, you might want to look for some replacements.
1: That's a little bit of juice that you might be able to find in drafts now. How about Sonny Michelle and the trade to the Rams? Does that open up doors and juice elsewhere? Because at this point, we know that. And this is what, man, we got to be so careful with. Because now many people are going to try to paint the stats that Cam Akers was going to have before the injury. Now, all of a sudden, they're thinking, Sonny Michelle. what did Sonny Michel do in New England other than get injured? No, he
2: did. I just... They didn't have to give up a lot to get him, and, and I I fully believe they just don't think Henderson's going to be healthy. They, exactly, you know that that's it.
1: But as far as do you, how far up draft boards or expectations, how much has that grown for you just because he's filling in? And Adam Schefter drops a tweet that you know that 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 kind of. Says that he might be in the role to be able to start. I drafted him
2: to, you know, I took him in the tenth round at pick ninety seven overall.
1: Cool, yeah, right there, yeah. And when was this? When was this draft before?
2: No, this draft was just like two nights ago.
1: So after you knew you felt comfortable, there. yeah, yeah, and I, that's a good spot.
2: Yeah, I mean, to, to get him in the tenth round at ninety seven overall, then he could end up being the main back there. So I think he was worth a shot there, and I would, I would try and draft him. I wouldn't expect him to, to change life, but he's. You roll the dice on him and
1: see what happens. What does that do for the Patriots' backfield, though? Does that give more clarity to Harris?
2: I think Damian Harris is definitely—you feel better about him now, but at the end of the day, it's still the Patriots, man. You know, like the Bellatrix, they're real. It's hard to know who to count on. And, and with James White, I guess you like him as a, a PPR you know, flex if you're kind of desperate. You know, James White's that guy that, you know, maybe he'll give me 10 or 11 points, and that's kind of all you hope for, right? But, you know, if you're desperate in a bye week, you know, I think you can start him. But, yeah, I,
1: I think Harris, you have to like him a little bit more now. Do you like him a little more, though, let's say, if Mac Jones is under center, knowing that Cam Newton had 19 runs inside the five? Absolutely. So if those 19 runs are inside the five are gone because you're not going to make Mac out there – uh, running bootlegs and trying to – you're not going to do that. So who do those carries go to because Harris is a banger. He can bang yep. inside. There's there's
2: opportunity. That, that is a great point. You have to like his t- touchdown upside a lot better if Cam's not there stealing goal line
1: work. And that's the first thing that rang bell. Whenever you see opportunities like this open, I'd rather go the opportunity route of – what well, what does that do on this side for the Patriots rather than just painting Michelle to be something that he's never been? All of a sudden you want him to be what Cam Akers was. No. I saw a guy, a fantasy guy already, he went over there and he he didn't give him all so much the Cam maker projections, but he gives him a bunch of projections. And I'm thinking, what in your right man? What has he shown you? Like they, they couldn't even trust him to be the one. They, they've had a backfield by committee. Not only because he couldn't fulfill the needs, but because he's always hurt as well. He, he had surgery coming in. Remember? Like, he had multiple surgeries. Well,
2: I think he could definitely be Cam Akers. What is Cam Akers? Hurt all the time, too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he just, he's, he's
1: always hurt. He just had, I guess, for fantasy guys, that, that little that little gap where he was busting to the house and he, he was a league winner. If you had Cam Akers, you, because Why? The Rams run the ball. They do. But how much are, is it that because that, they didn't trust Goff? Is that because their defense was built a certain way? Is it still yes. going to be that with Stafford? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All those things, yes. So what happens with Stafford? Is it more like, hey, let's put this in Stafford's hands a little more, especially now that we don't have camp?
2: I am very high on Stafford this year. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. I'm targeting all those guys in my fantasy draft.
1: Remember, it wasn't that long
2: ago that the Rams and the Chiefs Were like these two just offensive juggernauts, you know, putting up fifty points. You know, remember it wasn't that long ago when the Rams were in the Super Bowl and that offense was incredible. You put Matthew Stafford in the driver's seat there. I think they're going to have a very
1: good year. I'm very bullish on the Rams. Does twenty five to one for league MVP on Stafford make any sense? What would he have to do to get MVP? What do the Rams have to be? How how you know how successful in that division? What does he have to do to be in the MVP conversation at 25 to 1? Is that a good ticket to have? You know, I thought I was going
2: to be sneaky, you know, like, oh, I'll get a ticket in on Stafford to win MVP. And when I went and looked at the odds, I was like, I'm not the only person thinking
1: it this. Went, and it went yeah. down. And <laughs> yeah. it, it went down. And it's progressively going down. When you think of it, an award that voted, right? Writers, yep. doesn't it make sense that the storyline behind Stafford? Many, I tell you, whenever you look at these futures, look at the first six, seven candidates and see who you can eliminate. Like, for example, me, I I don't see Rodgers going back to back MVP, especially on on a on award that's like this that's that's voted right. Yep. I, you think that the way that he did these guys in the NFL that they're they're going to be so quick to vote for him as as to Stafford, the guy that struggled over there in Detroit and makes his move, and it's in LA. You know, like everything seems like man, if he does pretty good, like he he's going to have votes. Oh, he's definitely going to have votes. And if if they win that division and he turns
2: it around and, you know, they look like the real deal, I'm with you, though. A lot of people, they don't like to vote for the same guy two years in a row. Yeah, I mean, Stafford's definitely in play. If he can stay healthy, right? I just, I think Sean McVay, we forget how good of a play caller and offensive mind he is. I think you put him with a a dominant quarterback that can push the ball down the field. I think the Rams are going to have a big year
1: i tell you who's going to have a big game. We got one segment left, and mm. I'm going to drop a boom on the bookie. That's at my bookie next.
0: ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
1: Last segment, let me take you to the other side of the world, and we're going to go to France. And Everyone knows when you talk about the French League right now, PSG comes to mind. And why? Because Lionel Messi will make his debut today is what's being said. And that's where I'm going to start my bet. I do believe PSG will score over two and a half goals today. So that's at least three goals. Three goals are over to cash your bet over at mybookie.ag. Why? Because the team that they're playing in Rennes, they are terrible. They're on a 10-match home losing streak, having one in 10, which is a, 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 a it's a top flight history for them. And then on the other side, you have PSG that is unbeaten on the road in the last 10. And if you look how much they score on the road, that's exactly 4 2 Two, four, they shut out once, and then they backdoored that with seven. So this team will score head-to-head. The last five head-to-head from this, PSG 4-0, PSG 2-0, 3-0, 3-1. So they've over-exceeded expectations, uh, passing that 2.5, and I think that that's what they're going to do today. They're going to put on a show. They're going to smoke them. I think today is, it's a coming-out party. There's going to be a party. E- even even the the teams of the other, uh, the fans of the other team are going to celebrate because Messi's in the house. And they're going to get to feast their eyes on them. And if you're betting that game, there's only one place to bet that game at. That's MyBookie.ag. Josh says uh, the gamble out of the game. We're taking that out with trust. And trust is a hard word to use in the gambling world. But that's what you do with MyBookie. You trust that they're going to pay you out, which is the most important thing. You trust that they're going to give you the best options. And you're going to trust they're going to give you the best uh, customer service. And that's why you trust them. I'm going to keep using that word because I trust them to have a $500,000 contest in prizes right now. That's going ahead. You always hear about the Superbook Contest in Las Vegas that people make their picks. This is the same thing on a smaller scale, and you don't have to go to Las Vegas. Go to MyBookie.ag right now, and you're going to use promo code BET975. That's BET975 is the promo code, and for your first deposit, they're going to match it. They're giving you money to beat them. Who does that? Not me, but MyBookie.ag does. The best customer service, the best lines, and the best book to bet at that you can trust. MyBookie.ag.
2: You bring up my bookie right there. I, wanted, I want to ask you real quick. We had some thoughts that maybe if the Texans look good in the preseason, that it might change the way you feel about week one against the Jaguars. And the Jaguars, they haven't looked that great, Jerry. You know, they, they, they haven't. But it's the preseason, so, you know, we'll take it with a grain of salt. But do you think the Texans could surprise some people and actually – Get a win. That's one of the ones that they have a shot, right? Because it's Jacksonville. They have a shot. But do you feel any better today than you felt three weeks ago about the Texans against the Jags?
1: Yeah, a little bit. But not because the Texans. Because not because the Jags the are terrible. Okay. I figured that they'd be a little bit better. Yeah. This whole Urban Meyer, it just, this experience, is it, you're, t- you're going – I mean, even just from the Tim Tebow move, like you knew there was – there's a hole there. there there's mm-hmm. something wrong here to even – to even go on that experiment, I think it's going to take a lot to get out of uh, out of, a lot out of uh, Trevor Lawrence. It's going to be a process. If they were to lose that first game, it wouldn't be a surprise. And with the four and a half team to- uh, team total wins for the year, that I keep telling everybody go under yeah. that's such a pivotal game. Because if the Texans win that one, you only have three and a half games yeah. <laughs> spread out in seventeen that they can win. It's just it's tough. You if you make that bet now, if you haven't made it. You have to make that bet thinking that the Jaguars are going to win that game. Because if not, then you only have a – the leeway is very, very little.
2: Because week three, they play Carolina. And that's a – you know, if Sam Darnold doesn't look any better, that's a winnable game too. Not not because you think the Texans look great, but just because Carolina
1: maybe doesn't look that good. Imagine if you have that under ticket, and they got two wins within the first five weeks. Yeah. You're sweating. I'm sweating now because I have that ticket. So you already did. You already fired on. Yeah, that. I'm trying to fire more. <laughs> After yesterday,
2: I'm kind of with you. Like, I just there's not enough good players, you know, for Tyrod to throw the ball to. Like Nico Collins, you know, had a you know a drop. I, I thought he had some bad stuff last night, but he also had a touchdown catch, and that was good. Brandon Cooks didn't do a whole lot. I just don't feel like Tyrod Taylor has a lot around him to to do much and. I don't know. The running game might be better. I mean, if they're running four guys out there, I guess somebody will be fresh. But I'm with you, Jerry. I just, I, I don't see them winning five or six games. I just don't.
1: I just don't either. Yeah. You tell me where those five or six confidently, when you look at that schedule, it's it's not. And at which point do they check out mentally? You yeah. know, at which point is it in the best interest of the organization? Because I got a feeling it's going to be a fight for that last spot because the Lions are going to be bad too.
2: They're going to be terrible. And But what about... You imagine they have to get a look at Davis Mills this year, right? So they know if they need to draft a quarterback. If he gets in the game, I mean, look, I I hate to (laughs) you know on your face. I know I'm just like it's in the game. He looks terrible, and I know he had a couple good throws, and he's young, and he could improve. I I I don't want to kill a rookie in a preseason that had very little college experience, but just from the eye test, what I saw yesterday, I don't think they're winning any games with him playing quarterback.
1: Right now, do you think the Texans have the worst uh, pick in the draft, or or the or the first pick in the draft, the worst record, or is it going to be the Lions? If, if, from what we've seen, because the Lions, I mean, we make jokes about the Lions. Look who they hired. You, you, who do we always say was holding uh, Justin Herbert down, Lynn? And yeah. the, who'd they go get? A, uh, they give golf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like,
2: but think how much yeah. better golf is than your quarterback. Most likely. No. You know what I mean? Instead the problem <laughs> is TJ Hawkinson is the only guy they have to throw the ball He's to. He's like, what about me? Yeah. He's going to catch like 150 balls for like 700 yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are they going to do with golf? Like, Tied to Lynn. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to play him. And I bet he has a better year than, than Tyrod Taylor. I mean, and I, I'm a middle-of-the-road guy with Tyrod Taylor. I just don't, you know, I just don't, I don't think he has a lot to
1: throw to either. That's the problem. What if he was go out there and get six wins though? It, would it surprise you? A four, yes. Yeah. Four win. Four win team with Watson.
2: Yeah, it would surprise me. I just, I think the defense will be a little better. I, I think they are going to get more turnovers yeah.
1: from peas to green beans. Right. Better.
2: Right. But mm, green beans. But you saw what Brady did. I mean, guys were just running wide open. He was just. It, it looked like he could eat a sandwich while he was picking apart
1: their defense. Before we get out of here, let's talk about another quarterback, Uh, Justin Fields. We already got the red rifle it is. Mm -hmm. I bring this up because we had a a caller hit us up, right? And he asked, would it be better to have Justin Fields as the rookie of the year? At that point, I was saying, yeah, maybe. Now that they made the decision, would you rather go Mac Jones? Thinking that he might have a a clearer path to to starting. Who gets to start first?
2: Oh, man, that's tough. And you know what changed is Cam. They're kind of. The Patriots aren't happy with Cam because he he left the facility and he's not vaccinated and then he had to miss some practices because he had to go through the COVID protocols when he came back. And you know how Belichick is, man. He's not having that. He's not having that and, and you're missing reps and and you're refusing to get the shot. Like whether whatever you believe on the shot or not, I will tell you NFL coaches care. They want you to take the shot to show you're part of the team and you're not going to be the guy that's that's you know causing problems. A quarterback. Yeah, and 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 he's your leader. You know, Just, that's a bad look. So, Mac Jones, he might get
1: in sooner than we thought. And when you see the Patriots' offensive playbook that they that they that they used—a scheme with both offenses with the both of those guys under center—it's completely different. Yeah, with Mac Jones, they open it up. It's a, it's a real playbook. He's throwing balls downfield. We knew that he was an accurate passer yeah. downfield. They can be who they want to be, or or try the plays they need to be. With with Cam, it was man, they're probably using sixty, seventy percent of that playbook, yeah. and they're using more athletic ability. Once inside that twentieth, you know, he's running the ball as much as the running backs.
2: He is, and we we knew Mac Jones was the most pro ready quarterback in this draft, so don't be surprised if he plays early.
1: Would you take him over Fields right now if you had to bet one right now? If you had a hundred bucks to bet, and you're saying who do I take? I probably
2: still take Fields because his legs man you can you can do so much with your legs in this league or are you saying Jerry why are you only mention quarterbacks and not
1: why don't you just go Najee Harris
2: yeah i mean it, it could definitely be him but look you're a steelers guy
1: you know their offensive line is a concern it is opportunity knocks. i think there's there's not much behind them that they that the that the steelers want to see and then if preseason implications on anything of forty-one snaps that the offensive line, the starting offensive line saw together, he was on in you know, on thirty-five. So we
2: know their history. They use their running backs. They don't bring him off the field. They throw him the football. They run him. I'm not saying he's gonna be Le'Veon Bell, but I think if he if he earns their respect, they're gonna play him like LeVeon Bell. He's gonna be on the field.
1: I saw in the latest ADPs in a lot of places, obviously they differ from one side to another. They had him going in the back end of the or maybe very back into the first and 12-team leagues. And then the they're, they're, he's skipping the Taylors, Jonathan Taylors of the world. I saw him go over Eckler on some, and I'm like, man, whoa, 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 because I'm big on Austin Eckler this year. But is that how high you have him now? Can he be at the back end of a Say you have back-to-back that, that 12, you have the turnaround. Do you go Harris and somebody, or you know, just knowing that you can – the upside to him, do you take that chance?
2: I, he fell to me in the second round, which was kind of the end of the second round because I had picked number four overall. And I passed on it, but not because of him. Just because, when I'm building my team, I want one elite receiver. So I took a receiver there. But think about this: last year, Clyde Edwards-Elair was going like six overall last year, you know, and and that did not work out. You know, I feel like Harris is a better running back prospect than Ceh, just because he's not a big dude, Clyde Edwards-Elair. I think we all loved him because of the offense he was going into. A lot of most people didn't think he was the best running back in the draft last year. Mahomes did. Yeah, Mahomes did. <laughs> like, That's that that what happens when you listen to your quarterbacks. Like Jonathan Taylor would have been the better pick right there. But I think Harris is a better prospect than Clyde edwards lair, and they're going to use him. So I have no problem taking him you know, in the, the very end of the first round at the turn maybe or taking him in the second round. I, he's going to
1: get a lot of opportunity. Opportunities are running short if you're looking to get into fantasy football drafts. By the time we, we talk next time, it, it, your drafts are going to be pretty much finished. You might have that little gap where you draft on that last Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, we hope we've given you enough information from different angles. Uh, we hope we've put you on some winners, some season-long things that we are strongly for or against. That's what we do here on every uh, on every single Sunday on Moneyline. We appreciate you guys tuning in, but we got to get out of here. we got to get out of here. It's a hard out because... They got better things to do. Jerry's got to go watch Messi. And that's Josh Jordan. That's Andrew Carlson. Mr. Andrew Carlson. And I'm Jerry Bono with an S. Peace.
0: <laughs> ESPN 97.5.